Spazzing out, America's podcast is brought to you by Take Junk. That's right. It's brought to you by my junk removal company. For all your junk removal needs, call 844-TAKE-JUNK or you can book online at takejunk.com. Guy, it's for people that live in Massachusetts-ish. Kind of get up to southern New Hampshire, get down to a little bit close to Rhode Island, a little bit out that Worcester way. But if you're in California, unfortunately, we're out of Massachusetts. If you're down in Florida, can't help you. Take Junk is a full-service junk removal company. We remove the junk, bro. You moving? Need that junk on? We take care of it. We also pick up bagsters as well as do construction pickups, you know, demo pickups, stuff like that. We'll remove household stuff, construction debris, bagsters, Give us a call. I might even show up. I might actually work and come to your house and pick things up. Call Take Junk at 844-TAKE-JUNK or book online today at takejunk.com. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. I think this is going to do it. My last podcast, not my last pod, not not spazzing out America's last podcast. I just think I'm done doing podcasts on Afghanistan. I'm done. I've done. This will be the fifth episode of spazzing out America's podcast that I've done on Afghanistan. Honestly, I, allegedly I have low T. The Afghanistan topic has got me all fired up. I'm I'm sweating. I, I'm like an Afghan. I'm like an Afghani hiding in my bunker in my basement doing my podcast. I literally, I do. you, you can see the toilet um, pipe, the S-pipe. What is that? A P-pipe or an S-pipe? I don't fucking know what it is. You can see that while I'm doing my podcast from my little bunker. But this is it. I'm done. I'm, I'm 100% after this podcast, I'm done. I think it's very important that we play and that we hear the audio from President Donald Trump on the Afghanistan topic. You can hear a true leader. I'm going to play the entire Trump interview with Hannity on Afghanistan. We're going to do it right now. I'll break it up into parts. I'll, I'll play a few minutes of it, and then I'll give my thoughts and my opinion on it. But if you haven't heard the interview, you must. You, this is true leadership, a true leader. Clearly, the outcome in Afghanistan would have been different had President Joe Biden still, I mean, had President Trump still been the president and Joe Biden had not been president. It would have been handled completely differently, 100%, because Donald Trump is a true deterrent where Joe Biden is a bitch. There's no other way to put it. He's a baby. He can't handle it. There, There is no fear from the Taliban from Joe Biden. There is no fear from those that are now running Afghanistan. There is no, for example, the president of Afghanistan that took off with six, with 160 million U.S. dollars, or I think it might be 190. There's no fear of that guy. That guy's like, whatever, I'm out of here. I got the loot. Trump would go find that motherfucker and get our money back. 
that coward. So I'm going to play the interview. Former President Donald Trump went on Hannity and gave his thoughts on the situation in Afghanistan. The interview is about 12 minutes long. I'm not going. To, I'm going to play it in its entirety, but I'm going to play some, and then we will comment. But this is it, man. I'm done. I'm so sick of Afghanistan. I don't care about Afghanistan. I care about America and America first. Yes, let's get the Americans the fuck out of there, but it's dominating the news cycle. I, I don't. I, I I care less about this than I care about Cam and fucking Mac Jones. Like who who's gonna start the quarterback? It'll be Cam or Mac Jones. What's going on in Afghanistan? I don't give a fuck anymore. But here we go. We'll start it from the top. President uh, Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, was on Sean Hannity, who's a Fox News guy. If you don't know, I'm sure you do know. But here is uh, Hannity and the president. There were very specific conditions and very specific warnings that you gave personally to the Taliban. Joe Biden is trying to blame you. I want first to give you an opportunity to respond to that, your assessment of what's going on. And what was that conversation to the extent you feel you were able to share it with us? Well, it's good to be with you, Sean, but it's a terrible time for our country. Uh, I don't think in all of the years our country has ever been so humiliated. I don't know, would you call it a military defeat or a psychological defeat? There's never been anything like what's happened here. It's, uh, you can go back to Jimmy Carter with the hostages. We all thought that was a great embarrassment, and we were pulled out of that by Ronald Reagan. This is uh, many, many times worse, and you're dealing with thousands and thousands of Americans and others that are stranded and very dangerously, really stranded in Afghanistan. So it's, uh, it's something that you, you can't even believe that a thing like this could. I looked at that big monster cargo plane yesterday with people grabbing the side and trying to get flown out of Afghanistan because of their fear, their incredible fear, and they're blowing off the plane from 2,000 feet up in the air. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like that. That blows the helicopters in Vietnam away. That's not even a contest. This has been the most humiliating period of time I've ever seen. Yeah, we had a great deal. We worked on it very hard. Mike Pompeo, a brilliant guy, and many others worked on it endlessly. Uh, meetings with the Taliban. Of course, you have to meet with the Taliban. They're the ones that you're negotiating with. I spoke on numerous occasions to the head of the Taliban, and we had a very strong conversation. I told him up front, I said, look, before we start, let me just tell you right now that if anything bad happens to Americans or anybody else, or if you ever come over to our land, we will hit you with a force that no country has ever been hit with before. Right, did you hear that? Let, let's play that little clip over. All right, so the president gets up to the point, or Donald Trump gets to the point to where he was negotiating when he was doing his negotiation with the Taliban. Notice he was negotiating with the Taliban, not with the president of, of uh, not with the Afghan president, because he knew, and everybody fucking knew, that the Taliban were going to take control of Afghanistan the second the United States left. So Donald Trump was negotiating with the real people in power, and he gave it to him straight and said, hey, if you fuck with us, we're going to drop a bomb on you. We don't get that from Joe Biden. We don't get that from our current leaders. The leaders that we have now are, and, and listen, diplomacy is the way to go. If, if you can be diplomatic, great. And that's what President Trump did. President Trump negotiated. He had conditions and said, look, I want to get the American people out. This is how we're going to do it. And if you fuck with me, I'm going to drop a bomb on you. And they know because he already dropped a bomb on a place out there. They know he's not kidding around. They're like, shit, we can't fuck with
with this guy. I'll play that again. Before we start, let me just tell you right now that if anything bad happens to Americans or anybody else, or if you ever come over to our land, we will hit you with a force that no country has ever been hit with before. A force so great that you won't even believe it. And your village, and we know where it is, and I named it, uh, will be the first well, one. Mr. The first President, bomb I want to interrupt. Dropped right there. So, so listen. Our former president didn't beat around the bush. Our former president said, if you fuck, I mean, it's as clear as day. There, There is the president, the ex-president of the United States of America said to the Taliban, if you fuck around, we're going to drop a bomb on you. We know where you are. We'll come for you. We've done it before. We've The, the president dropped a bomb in fucking mountains in the Middle East, blowing up tons of shit today. We don't, we don't fuck around. You fuck with us, we're coming after you. Because he's America first. We don't get that from Joe. Joe's not on TV right now saying, hey, if all the Americans don't get out of there, there's going to be a problem. We don't see that from Joe. We see from Joe all the Taliban has said they're going to give passage to all Americans. There's over 11,000 plus Americans trying to get out of Afghanistan right now. Our president... Should, be, should have his balls on the podium. Put your nuts right up on the podium and say, look, if one American gets fucked with, I'm dusting you. If one, if there is a here fucked with on any American trying to get out of Afghanistan, I'm going to dust your entire fucking country. Every single one of you. We will fucking wipe you from the goddamn earth. But no. We don't get that. We have ballless policy. We we have Joe Biden uh, trying to push a budget through for 2022 to give $3 billion to the Taliban. Whereas our other president says, uh-uh, uh-uh. We're going to negotiate, and here's the deal. All Americans get out, and if they don't get out safely, there's going to be a problem. We're going to drop a bomb. And you're going to feel the full effect of the American military if you fuck with America. What's the, and some people are like, oh, how could you say, bro, I'm American. America first. I want to feel safe. The president continues with Hannity. You said this to who? Yeah. Who did you, you said to, uh, to who? To Mullah Baradar, who is probably the top person. Now, nobody really knows who the top person is, but I would say that's probably the top person. And it seems to be, uh, that's the way it's rolling right now. But I had a very strong conversation. I also had a good conversation with him. We talked for a while after that. That was the primary point I was making, and he understood it. Then I asked him, do you understand? He said, yes, I do understand. And I wanted them to get a deal done with uh, the Afghan government. Now, I never had a lot of confidence, frankly, in Ghani. I said that openly and plainly. I thought he was a total crook. I thought he got away with murder. He spent all his time whining and dining uh, our senators. I mean, the senators were in his pocket. That was one of the problems that we had, but I never liked him. And I guess based on his escape with cash, I don't know, maybe that's a true story. I would suspect it is. So there, I just want to point that out. Point this out, that our former president knew that he had to negotiate with the Taliban, not with the loser, criminal president that just fleed Afghanistan with a hundred somewhere between 160 and 190 million US dollars. The guy bounced on his people. Put that money and this is cash. Got it got it all on pallets and put it on a helicopter and fucking took off. Scooted. 
And the president, our former president, knew that that shit was going to happen. That's why he negotiated with the Taliban and made it clear. Like he said, he talked to the Taliban leader, said, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's leadership. That is leadership. Now, what I want to know is, how didn't Biden, why didn't Joe know this, or did he know and choose to look the other way? Did Joe know? He claims to be going off the negotiations from Donald Trump. He claims to be uh, to, to continue the agreement that Trump made with the Taliban. If I were in power, if I were the president, I would know right away. I would say, wait a second. So you negotiated with the Taliban, not with the president of Afghanistan. So you believe, or I would believe, that you that the Taliban are in control here and that they will take over control so that I should continue my negotiation with them to ensure that all Americans get out of the country first before the troops get out. And then we'll go find that, that scumbag president and get that hundred and get that two hundred million dollars back. Let's go find this douche that took off. The president continues. All you have to do is look at his lifestyle, study his houses where he lives. He got away with murder in many many different ways. But uh, I had a very, very strong talk with the Taliban, which I considered to be much more important in the sense because they were the problem. And they've been there for a long time, and they're good fighters, and they fight hard. And after- Just, I, I, have to, I have to stop there. Again, he negotiated with them because he knew they were the threat. How the fuck doesn't Joe know that? How does the current president not know that the threat is the Taliban? But our other guy did. How do we not know that? I feel like I knew that from my fucking basement in Revere. How do we not? God, that should drive you insane. When you vote, when you fucking vote, you have to vote for leaders that have a sack and that will stick up for this country and that have the common sense to know who is in power for real and who is not in power. My God. After I said that, we had a pretty good conversation. Now, I have to tell you that if you remember when they were coming to Washington to meet with me, they decided to kill an American soldier because they thought that was a good way to negotiate. And I canceled the trip. And we had a conditions-based agreement. And if you remember, it said May 1st, we want to get out because we have to get out. I've listened to people on your show and other shows say we should stay they don't know. We, we were spending $42 billion a year. $42 billion. Think of it. $42 billion. I understand Russia spends $50 billion a year for their entire military. We were spending $42 billion, not 1%. They were saying 1%. That's a lot of nonsense. We're spending $42 billion a year on defending this for years and years. We've been there really now, not 20 years, but 21 and a half years. Let me stop it there. Four- 42, is that what he said? 42 or 50 billion? We'll call it 42 because I can't remember what he said. 42 billion a year we were spending on Afghanistan. 42 billion a year. 42 billion we were sending. 42 billion a year to a government, to to an army that just laid down their arms and did nothing. They did nada. They didn't try to stop the Taliban from taking over. They didn't try to... to, uh, to, to keep women's rights. They didn't try to stay away from Sharia law. No, we spent $42 billion a, a year, American dollars, 42 a year. Could have been well spent anywhere else here in the United States. Could have used that money to pay down debt. Could have used that money to build roads here in the United States. Roads, 
bridges, create jobs right here in the U.S., but we sent it over there. What fools? Fools. I, I'm Seriously. And then to not know that the Taliban, we, we just built, hear me out, 42 billion. That army is fucking good. They just didn't do anything. So now the Taliban has control of an army that has been built up for over 20 years, funded with $42 billion a year, with good guns, good tanks, Blackhawks. They got fucking power. They have a hot-ass military over there, thanks to us. And the shell of the government took off, beat it, and now the Taliban's in charge. And Trump knows how dangerous that is. Trump knows the problem. I don't feel safe with Joe being our president. I'm not sure Joe will vet the people, that the, 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 not the, the, the refugees that are coming into our country right now to make sure there's no sleeper cells. I'm not sure Joe will get on the phone with the Taliban and have that tough conversation with them and say, hey, I'm telling you, if you do something to an American, there's going to be a problem. I, I don't see Joe, you know, maybe even a warning. Maybe Joe right now should send a warning missile over there and just say, hey, just letting you know, if you fuck with us, we're coming after you. We don't get that from Joe. We got that from Trump. This transition would have been way better if Donald Trump was in control because the Taliban would have been scared. But then again, Joe doesn't get it because months before, Trump is negotiating with the Taliban not with the Afghan government, because he fucking knew who was in charge. He knew who was taking over. He went to the bad people and said, if Americans don't get out alive, we're going to drop a bomb on you. The president continues. And we get nothing out of any of these things that we do, whether it's them or many other countries I could tell you about. I'm not going to insult anybody right now. But to spend that kind of money and then to have people get on shows and say how inexpensive it was. And I have to tell you also that we lost no soldiers in the last year and a half because of me and because of the understanding that we had. We lost no, think of that, in Chicago and in New York and in other cities in the United States, many people die every weekend. We lost no soldiers in Afghanistan because they knew I wasn't going to put up with it. And that's what happened. So we had a very strong conversation. Let me ask you this, sir. Uh, you know, it's interesting to listen to Joe Biden blame you. Uh, I inherited this deal, he kept saying, but he also inherited secure borders and he also inherited energy independence and he also inherited three vaccines and therapeutics like Regeneron. Uh, and we now see what, what, what's been unfolding and he didn't have inflation at the time. I want to go back. This is I want to be very clear here because because sec one sec, we're in the middle of, of playing Sean Hannity's interview with President, former President Donald Trump on the situation in Afghanistan. I'm going to continue to play the interview. I just wanted to know what you guys were listening so you knew what you were listening to. Secretary of State Pompeo on this program said exactly what you did, that there wouldn't be an exit strategy that didn't include the current conditions on the ground. And I have multiple sources, and you're confirming tonight, that it sounds to me like you told the Taliban that if they violated any aspect of this agreement with territorial ambitions, we learned last week that 60% of the country was in their control. And you told them in no uncertain terms, it sounds to me like you would basically treat them like uh, you took care of the caliphate in Syria, ISIS. Well, we did. We got rid of the caliphate. Everyone said it was impossible, and I did it very quickly. And 
I let the generals make the decisions. The generals, the real generals, the ones that were over there doing the fighting, the ones that knew how to do it. Because we have a lot of generals that shouldn't be generals right now, frankly. Um, and I'm watching them all the time. But we have some great ones. We have great leaders in our military. We have the greatest military in the world. And we're giving it a very bad reputation, what's happening. Think of it. Uh, we took this horrible place. I mean, a place that just we shouldn't have been involved. It was a horrible decision going into the Middle East. And I know the Bush family will not be happy. But I believe it was the worst decision in the history of our country when we decided to go into the Middle East. It's turned out to be quicksand. We've destroyed the Middle East. Do you think it's better now than it was 20, 21 years ago? It's much worse. So I want to talk about that really quick, about George Bush's decision to go into Afghanistan many, many years ago. I would quite simply say, like, I felt it. I felt like this then and I feel like it now. I was okay with us going into Afghanistan to take out um, Al-Qaeda. We get there, we take out Al-Qaeda, and we get the fuck out. We get Osama bin Laden, which didn't end up happening until, um, you know, like 11 years ago, which was when Obama was president. But I was fine with it. I kind of disagree with the president on that, but we should have got out a long time ago. No fucking way should we have been there for 20 years. No way should we have dumped so much money in that damn shithole. All this money. No way should we be trying to have been trying to be nation building in Afghanistan. We get there, we get rid of Al-Qaeda, which we did, we get Osama bin Laden, and we get the fuck out of there. Plain and simple, and less American soldiers would have got hurt, less Americans would have been put in harm's way. So, I half agree with President Trump on not being in Afghanistan, but I believe from the get-go, snuffing out the terrorism there was important for our country. But, the President will go on, and I agree with him. We probably didn't have to have troops on the ground. Probably could have just took care of it with the drop of a bomb and been out of there. It was a horrible decision. It cost us trillions of dollars. And, and if you look at both sides, because I like to look at both sides, millions and millions of lives. And it's no different than it was. It's much worse because you have to rebuild it. It's been blown to pieces. The worst decision ever made was going, you can do a strike as retribution, and it could be a big strike as retribution for the World Trade Center, etc., but to get stuck in there was like quicksand. So we did a terrible thing. But think of what's happening now. I've heard as many as 40,000 Americans and the Taliban, good fighters. I will tell you, they're good fighters. We have to give them credit for that. They've been fighting for a thousand years. That's what they do is they fight. The Taliban has circled the airport. And who knows if they're going to treat us right. You know, all of a sudden they'll say, well, frankly, if they were smart, they'd really and they are smart and they are smart. They should let the Americans out. But we've had situations where you have two or three or four hostages. We could have 40,000 Americans, not to mention others, like people that helped us in Afghanistan. So we've never had a situation like this. We have 40,000 potential hostages, a minimum of 11,000, but it could be as many as 40. No, they have no idea how many. Nobody knows how many. They don't know anything. When Joe Biden told the country that he, he trusted that the Afghan military was so far superior and there were over 300,000 strong and they had an air force and we wouldn't see what happened in Saigon. He couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, but let me go back to the, the words. Hey, you- I got to this. What Hannity just said, I have to point this out one more time. He just said that, you know, the president of the United States, Joe Biden, came out and said that the Afghan army was strong and the after 300,000 fucking strong and they were great and ready to fight and he couldn't have been more wrong. What? 
How how did Joe not know? If if God Trump hasn't been president for eight months, eight months ago, or almost a year ago, whenever the fuck Trump negotiated the 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 the, the withdrawal, he knew then that the Taliban was in charge. He knew then that it would be an issue to deal with the Taliban. And Joe says, oh, the Afghan army's got it. Afghan army's got it. They don't got shit. They didn't care. They handed the power over to the to the Taliban, and they let their president sneak out of the country with almost $200 million. Disgusting. you used to the Taliban leader, because we knew last week that 60% of the country had already been taken over by the Taliban. And there was no sense of urgency to me under your plan, if they had taken over 5%, not 60, like they had last, 5% that was not in your agreement, what would have happened to them? We would have hit them very hard. Again, the words are conditions, plural, conditions-based. It was a an agreement where actually we wanted to get out by May 1st, and they violated the agreement, so we didn't. It's a great agreement from a lot of different standpoints. And frankly, Biden didn't have to even go by that agreement. He could have done, look what he's done to the border. We had the greatest border, southern border, in the history of our country. We stopped drugs. We stopped human trafficking. We stopped people from coming in, prisoners from coming in. Now you'll have, I mean, you have the worst people in the world. They're emptying their jails into our country. This is like the southern border. But it's handled even worse. Nobody handled the southern border worse than him. We had the most secure border we've ever had. Now we have by far the worst border we've ever had. Well, Afghanistan is the exact same thing. To think of this, we have a military. It's holding it. You know, I got it reduced down to 2,500 soldiers, and they were doing a good job. It was fine. It was a smaller force. I took it down from close to 20 to 2,500, and we were fine. But we have the military there. And we take the military out before we took our civilians out and before we took the interpreters and other we want to try and help. But by the way, I'm America first. OK, the Americans come out first, but we're also going to help people that help. I, we have to play that again. I, 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 I need to point that out. Part of Trump's deal with the Taliban is that the military would not be gone until the Americans got out. Trump's plan was keep the military there slowly withdraw the military, but make sure all Americans were out of the country safely before we got our military out. He's America first. Civilians out. And before we took the interpreters and other, we want to try and help. But by the way, I'm America first, okay? The Americans come out first, but we're also going to help people that helped us. And we have to be very careful with the vetting because you have some rough people in there, but we're going to help those people. But can you imagine... Now, what we were going to do just very quickly... I need to stop it. I, I, he brought up the vetting. I did a whole podcast on on, on Afghan refugees coming here. The, the vetting is, is... He's 100% right. There are some rough fucking people that helped us out. They just are. We want to help the people that helped us. First, we need to get the Americans out. Then we can help those that gave us a hand. But they need to be vetted. Because we don't know. These people play the long game. They play the long game. They'll, they'll act like they're your buddy... For 30 years until they fucking knife you. Do you understand that? They must be vetted. We have to ensure that the refugees that we are bringing here are for the American way. Are American first. And that they're not fucking sleeper cells. And you might act like a joke like that shit won't happen. 
but it does. ...is we were going to take the military out last, okay, last. The people were coming out, they were going to come out, but the agreement was violated, so I held things back because we weren't going to do anything, again, conditions-based. So well, they weren't we'll, we'll fulfilling their obligations and conditions. But here's just to finish. The people come out first. Then I was going to take all of the military equipment. We have billions and billions of dollars worth of new Black Hawk helicopters, brand new, that Russia now will be examining, and so will China, and so will everybody else to figure it because it's the greatest in the world. We have brand new army tanks and all sorts of equipment, missiles. We have everything. I was going to take it out because I knew they weren't going to fight. Just one thing, and I have to say, and this is different from everyone else, I said, why are they fighting? Why are these Afghan soldiers fighting against the Taliban? And I was told... I'm going to pause it there. But, well, I'm not exactly sure, and I'm going to have to look into this, but from what I'm understanding, what the, what the ex-president just said is kind of scary. And, and I gotta, I'm going to go check it, I, I gotta, but, if, but if it's a fact, it, it's, it's fucked up. Sounds like he's saying that we ditched equipment in Afghanistan. Sounds like he's saying that we ditched tanks, ammunition, weapons, missiles, fucking Blackhawks, Blackhawk helicopters in Afghanistan, that we ditched them. High technology, top of the line technology that we ditched in Afghanistan. That we, you know, we, we got out and we left the shit behind because we didn't get everything out in time between the switch of government. I don't know if that's a fact. It sounds like that's what he said. I'm going to look into it. But if that happened, that's, that's fucked up. It's fucked up that the Americans haven't got out yet. It's messed up that, that they would ditch military equipment and hand that over to the Taliban or, or to worse, Russia, China, who could ever re-engineer that shit. That's messed up. It's even more messed up, too. It, it, it did. So they, there was equipment left behind. That's crazy. It's such a national security threat. It's just fucked. Told some very bad information by a lot of different people. The fact is, they're among the highest paid soldiers in the world. They were doing it for a paycheck. Because once we stopped, once we left, they stopped fighting. So all of the people that talk about the bravery and everything, I say everybody's brave. But the fact is, our country was paying the Afghan soldiers a fortune. So we were sort of bribing them to fight. And that's not what it's all about. It's a great thing that we're getting out, but nobody has ever handled a withdrawal worse than Joe Biden. This is the greatest embarrassment, I believe, in the history of our country. Well, there you have it. There's uh, former President Donald Trump was on uh, with Sean Hannity on Fox News. That was the interview in entirety. The entire, uh, is that how you would say it? The entirety of the interview and his thoughts on what's happening in Afghanistan. Some of the points that I took before I wrap it up, some of the things that I took away from it that pissed me off is that it would have been handled completely differently had we had a different president. A president that was America first, a president that cared about the current Americans that were stuck in Afghanistan. And a president that, that had the foresight to realize that the Taliban were really in charge the whole fucking time. And that the government that was in place was a shell of a government. The second the Taliban made their move on the capital, their president, the president of the Afghan government, bailed out, took $200 million, like $290, put it on a fucking, uh, on crates, on a, on a helicopter, and took off. 
and the Afghan army didn't even put up a resistance. They laid down their arms because they were going to stop getting money. They weren't going to get their $42 billion a year to fund their military from the United States. And we left military equipment behind. And worse, we left Americans behind. The whole thing was handled like shit. And it would have been handled completely different by President Donald Trump or maybe any, even Barack Obama probably would have did a better job. At least he had the fucking nuts to make sure uh, Osama bin Laden got taken out. Anybody else would have handled it differently. They, and, and from the beginning of the interview, President Trump said it time and time again, I negotiated with the Taliban and I made it clear with them that we were taking our troops out, our equipment out, our money out, and first and foremost, our American citizens out. And if you fucked with us while we were taking our stuff out of your country, we will drop a bomb on you and we will end you. That is a true deterrent. True deterrent. Where's Joe on that? I want Joe to get off his ass at Camp David, and I want him to come out and make a statement. And I want him to say it clear, loud and clear. I want passage for all Americans. I want our money. I want our equipment. All of it out, free and clear. And there will be no further issues. If we don't get this, we are going to have a problem And that problem is going to be in the form of a drone flying over the Capitol and blowing you up. Done. Simple. And then people would say, oh, how America, oh, it's so American of you to say that. Well, let me, let me be clear. Let me just put this in the other perspective. If the Taliban had the technology to fly a drone over Washington, D.C. and drop a bomb, they would do it in a heartbeat. They wouldn't even think it had been done already. If the Taliban had people in the United States, I'm sure they do, they would wear a bomb and walk into the Pentagon and fucking blow it up. They would do it without even batting an eye. So when we use deterrence to make sure that people don't fuck with us, we're in the right. We need to protect American interests first. America first. Us first. Simple. Yes, I, I, someone just said Taliban has the money. Yep, the Taliban has the money. And by the way, they're going to get more because Joe Biden wants to send $3 billion to Afghanistan. Part of his 2022 fiscal uh, budget earmarks $3 billion for Afghanistan. So if that passes, they're getting another three bill. It's disgusting. We should be sending no money there, freezing all the money, getting our people out, getting our equipment out. And not batting an eye when it comes to using a deterrent. Don't even fucking blink. Because they wouldn't. They won't show you mercy. If they get you. If they catch you. If they get the opportunity to hurt Americans, they will. They're full of shit when they say they won't. And if you doubt that, you're dust. Trust no one. Fucking no one. Alright guys, thank you for listening to Spazzing Out. America's podcast, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast. And of course, you can get it on Odyssey. Uh, God bless. God bless America.